Not only is it Friday, Chris, this is a very special episode. I should have said that at the top. This is We timed this episode specifically for this very day. And Chris, why are we doing it on this very day? To honor and celebrate our favorite NFL player of all time, Chris. All time. Of all, all time. time. The man that we love the most, who deserves the most uh, applause and, and recognition. And hail, hail to the king. Mm. Yes. Yes. The better Manning, Chris. The only Manning, Chris. The only Manning, that's right. Really should be the only Manning. The man who put man in Manning. (laughs) Eli Manning has finally hung him up. (laughs) He also put the E, Eli in elite. Wait, I don't know. Something's. He put the Eli in elite. Yes, he did. You can't spell elite without Eli. There is... You know, I was looking this up. The the weird thing about this, so when Eli was drafted into the league many, many years ago Mm -hmm. and refused to play for San Diego, San Diego knew he wouldn't play there, so they drafted him knowing they were going to trade him to the New York Giants and and a couple pieces. And one of those pieces, oddly enough, was a draft pick that turned out to be Nate Kading, who, incidentally, is the career conversion rate master, so he has the best like field goal percentage of any kicker of all time. Okay. Which oddly enough <laughs> is so fucking poetic because Eli has given so many kickers field goals where he should have scored touchdowns. <laughs> Eli's been giving to kickers his whole career. He, he, he like there should be a there should be a separate press conference for all of the kickers celebrating Eli Manning. And maybe there do you think there's gotta be a kickers hall of fame. Eli should be the first quarterback inducted. <laughs> Maybe the second. Maybe Doug Flutie's in first, or George Blanda, but Eli should definitely be number two. Or three. Mm-hmm. He'll he will he would be unanimous. I'll give him that. Yeah, the, that guy has given more kickers to more opportunities. Um. Anyway, Chris, seriously, that's neither here nor there. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Although I got a lot to say about Eli Manning, Chris. Of course, and as we should. This, I mean, I want to dedicate as much of this podcast as possible to him. Mm, great. So we'll make this like a fifteen-minute episode. Uh, well, I mean, with a couple <laughs> drop passes, a couple interceptions, <laughs> and a couple hail mary throws that other people will make the big play for us, and then we'll get the credit I, for. Exactly. I was, you know, I was, I, I wanted to do this thing on this podcast where we would do a bunch of sound bites of Eli's greatest misses, but they're already doing that on the radio. Are they really? Yeah, they're replaying all of his interceptions, like his interceptions for touchdowns. It's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even know Pittsburgh hated Eli Manning, but it's great. It's I been think the very rest enjoyable. of the country hates Eli Manning and knows how bad he is. And the only people that can't accept that is New Yorkers and the Giants fans. Yeah, and me, because I think he's fucking amazing. He's given us oh, right. yeah. so much fodder. We, we appreciate have, we have him had... for, something, for, for something different. For, some, for his greatness. For his ineptitude, for his longevity. <laughs> his longevity. <laughs> let's let's not forget this, Chris. So we were talking about this earlier today, and I wanted to bring this this point up. Uh, one thing that, like, in all the fanfare of Eli Manning retiring, 
that hasn't been brought up, whether or not he should make the Hall of Fame, whether or not he was a great quarterback, whether or not he should have his number retired. The one thing people are not giving him credit for, and this in the in the shadow of Martin Luther King Day, is his contribution to the civil rights effort. I mean, what, what, what people don't realize is that Eli stepped back and stepped down so Geno Smith could have a chance to be the first <laughs> black quarterback in the history of the New, New York Giants. He, he said, Geno, come from the, from the back of that training room to the front of the training room and take the helm at QB. I, I, I've got to believe Eli purposefully sucked so bad that Geno Smith became the starter. <laughs> and, in weird, and the weird thing about that, in all honesty, like I, I don't want to like t- totally like tease the civil rights movement. Uh, it was a big, it was big because the Giants were the the last team to never t- start a, a black quarterback. But I think in that moment, that actually helped Eli's longevity because people were so fucking pissed that Eli had gotten benched. It not only got that weird guy with the slick back hairs job ended mm-hmm. uh who was the coach at the at, at the time eli became ben the mcadoo mcadoo so mcadoo got fired and i bet you it, it extended eli's career what do you think yeah probably probably for another year or so because they only had one year left on on the contract i think on that guaranteed contract that no one's ever had yeah that i i think he and instead of they they were like he's so bad and that drafting maybe another quarterback that they were just like, you know what, we might as well just keep him for another year here and see what happens, right? Instead of cut, like most teams I think would have cut him, right? Yeah. And most teams are like, you just, you move on, you cut the guy, you're not like, I'm not carrying $25 million on my on my books here. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think in maybe in some ways they sort of made him a, a little bit of a sympathetic figure. Um, that's, I mean, that's a, that's an interesting, that's an interesting point that you sort of bring up there is that, I mean, how, because, everyone keeps pointing to these two Super Bowl MVPs and these two Super Bowl wins, you know, against the, against a team that's unbeatable and it, joke all you want, Steeler fans. We can't fucking beat Brady. Yeah. Eli did it twice. So I, you know, I sort of ride the fence on that. Like I really don't care about hall of fame. So it, it I'm not like, Eli shouldn't be in the hall of fame because right. who fucking cares? But I wonder like how much detriment those two Super Bowl MVPs were to the actual success of Gi- the giants. They lost Odell Beckham Jr., one of the most prolific receivers or young receivers of its of his era. Uh, we've lost two years of Saquon to to Eli. Um, it it I wonder how many opportunities have been lost because people are so unwilling to get rid of a potential Hall of Fame quarterback that just won't fucking hang him up after he's already washed. I don't know. I mean, I it's. It's not. I. I mean, I, I get it to some degree that it's not always easy to sort of walk away from your your sort of your iconic uh, best quarterback or player ever from uh, from that organization or that franchise. I guess without somebody waiting in the wings either. Like you could look at Joe Montana and Steve Young, but everyone knew it was time for Steve Young, and that's why. And yeah. It was okay right? for Yeah. No one usually so gets to sort life. of. I mean, yeah. Either people sort of don't get to. I mean, Elway retired because he won two Super Bowls and he was like, shit, I better get out now. I think while I can. Right. You know, and he didn't really kind of win. You know, he didn't do a lot to win those Super Bowls either. So 
he was on his last legs. You know, there's guys that I, I think, you know, they're usually last a season or two too long, then then usually walk away too early. And that's right. Just but usually Eli lasted players. three seasons too long, at least three seasons too long. Right. That's but, what's, I mean, but part that's of that's what's so amazing about this 16 year career is that it should have been a 13 year career at best. Totally. But the problem with that, though, is that they would have they would have been paying him that $25 million a year anyway. Like you can't, you couldn't have washed your hands of that money. So you might but as well keep him on. Who fucking cares? But he, but, the, but okay. So that, that's an argument for someone who's like a, a, a easily injured linebacker or like a offensive lineman who lets too many sacks go. But this what is they, like, the, but what they, what did they, is they what everyone considers the most important position in the game. And they didn't do anything like what that's Tom the Brady problem. doesn't have it anymore. And, and at least the Patriots are like trying to figure out ways to make it so Brady can win games, either with defense or right. whatnot. Right. The Giants were way too much disarray to make something like that. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. And they, they didn't have they didn't see the writing on the wall and they didn't make a plan for it to early enough. You know, like they finally like they had to you know fire their general managers and fire their coach and hire bring in new guys. And they decided to like, hey, we need a new young quarterback and let's draft one early. That's, you know, fine. Like they that was their fault two years before was that they didn't try to start refining his replacement. They kept talking themselves into like, oh, he can bounce back from this or he actually wasn't as bad as this, the numbers say or some stupid thing like that. You know, like so, yeah, as a as an organization, I think I think the Giants are actually like they haven't been here's I mean, and I have all these notes and numbers and stuff about Eli Manning, why he's not a Hall of Famer, um, but while he'll but basically why he will get into though. But one of those things I came across is like, he only had seven. He went to the, he went to the playoffs in his 16 years, seven, seven of those years he was in the playoffs. Right. And, and uh, I think eight or nine of those, he had uh, winning records. Oh dude, he hasn't had a winning record since 2012. Yeah. At so nine and seven. Right. So like as an organization themselves, the, the giants were bad. You know, yeah. so like, yeah, they they were completely inept. There, so it's it's not all like sort of Eli here and in, in his doing, and 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 that might be re- an excuse people give that you know you know in spite of you know how bad they were, maybe were all those seasons, he you know he he played great, he was really great, you know, Chris. But uh, I mean, so I, okay, so let me let me make this a little bit more current. Um, you've got the Houston Astros, right, and they're in this big crazy scandal sure. or whatever. And the question has been asked, and I've heard I've I've heard both sides of the answer. But I wonder what you would think. Like, would you accept your team being caught for cheating in order to win a championship? Like, as a fan, is it worth it? I think so. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Because of that, because of those moments. And that's sort of what Eli is. It's like you've got that same mentality that, like, it's worth all this dog shit because we got those fucking great moments. And honestly – like if I was like a Cleveland fan, if I was somebody that hadn't yeah. watched my team win two Super Bowls, I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't be able to look at it as objectively as I can because fuck knows, I'd give fucking no winning record since twenty twelve to see a Super Bowl win if I'd never seen one. Especially you know? two in four years, too. Like you know, like like if if it was one in the last sixteen years, it's a it's a totally different story, I think, from your perspective, even from the Giants, even from Eli Manning's Hall of Fame credentials, potentially in that that regard too. So, like, there's there's two there, and they did them close together, and it's not like they he won one early on and then happened to win one like twelve years later or something like that. There was a big gap there or something either. So, like, the, and the way they did it, you know, too. I mean, it goes a long way for a lot of for a lot of reasons. 
I I guess here's I we keep flip flopping because it's like I want to shit on Eli so much, but at the same time I understand why he's given his fans or his <laughs> fans of the Giants so much joy. Uh, I don't know. I I've I've never saw I I here's one way to judge Eli, and I and I this is what I always get stuck on. Like the argument shouldn't be whether or not he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. It I don't think it matters. Like I think what matters is that the Giants fans loved him above everyone else. He was never on anyone good's fantasy football team. He <laughs> was never fun to watch play quarterback. He had zero personality. He had a flabby body. And yet this what they say impenetrable market, you know, a market that has beat better men, the New York market, the New York media market and embraced him, especially New Jersey, like embraced this guy. And that, there's something amazing in that. I don't doubt the fact that he should be. I, I think that he should definitely have his number retired by the Giants who fucking cares. Sure. He meant something to his Absolutely. fans. <clears throat> and if you care about Hall of Fame, then I could totally see the argument why he shouldn't be in it. But at the same time, what what the fuck is it all for? You know, like what? Two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs. Jim Plunkett aside, that should be enough, right? Yeah, well, yeah. He, I mean, he beat you know, you beating the Patriots twice, um, winning two Super Bowl MVPs. Right, those are big deals. So he didn't have a great career. He had two great moments. Yeah, and and that is enough. Normally, I think on the most days and age to to sort of put yourself in into that group of people, right? And this isn't the most exclusive uh, uh, you know, group of guys. This isn't the 1% of, of the best players of all time, right? There, right. There's, there's, he's um, never going to be in the argument of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time. That's it. Right. He, he's going to be left out of that completely, but... I mean, like, so, but if so, Bill Cowher's you know, getting in the fucking all <laughs> Well, I mean, and that's sort of the point. Like, he's, he's basically, he's Troy Aikman and Kurt Warner and, like, Terry Bradshaw... And and Joe Namath and like Bob Greasy and those are guys that either won at least one Super Bowl and had a couple good years, or they, Bob Greasy is a guy he won two back to back Super Bowls with the, with the Dolphins in like the late sixties early seventies. Like Bob right. Greasy is nothing special as a quarterback, but he won two Super Bowls, right. right? Troy Aikman won three. He doesn't have the best stats. He's he was he's never a top even twenty quarterback. I don't think ever twenty five even. You could probably even push that to thirty or forty of Troy Aikman. But that guy's in the Hall of Fame, right? And so, yeah. and, and Terry Bradshaw, right. like, Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. I think he won two MVPs, right? Right. He's, he's never in, you know, people kind of put him up there close to it because of what he accomplished in the Super Bowls. But otherwise, he wasn't that wonderful and really amazing of a quarterback, right? So if these guys are in, then Eli could be in too. And I, I don't really care that in that sense too, right? He's not... Like there, there's a lot of guys in the, in the, in the, in, in the hall of fame who, you know, Joe Namath gets on, on, on sort of reputation in New York alone. Right. Oh, for sure. And so that's I mean, why Eli is sort of, he, Eli is, is the two time winning version of Joe Namath. Basically. If, if Sam Darnold wins two fucking Super Bowls as a Jets quarterback, <laughs> Joe Namath will be immediately forgotten. <laughs> like he's just there because he wore a fucking fur coat and won the last championship for that team. Right. I, if 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 Eli didn't win two of them, he would have been he would have been like Jim McMahon, Phil Simms, and Joe Flacco, and, and like Joe Theismann. Those are guys who have won one Super Bowls but aren't in the aren't in the right. Hall of Fame. Right. That that are still like mentioned. They're yeah, still mentioned. They're still like, hey, maybe they should be in there. 
you know, that kind of thing. But there's debatable. And so that's why I think there's credence to this that, like, Manning probably will get in, and it's fine if he does. I'm not going to hate on that. But he he actually, I, there, I'm starting to believe, and I sent you an article, and there's there's another one, I think, in The Athletic as well now that makes the case that it might not be as cut and dry as everyone thinks it is too now, though, at this point. Uh, see, I, so let's, let's rewind a little bit. Mm-hmm. You and I, I mean, I at least believe this, and I think you as well. Until this season or until this moment, I never thought Eli was a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, I, the argument was that, like, Ben Roethlisberger might not even be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, I felt, I feel like this sort of, there, there's a weird nostalgia thing. Like, I don't know, the cards are falling in the right, uh, falling right for, for Eli. Brady is more of a villain right now. The Patriots are more of a villainous team right now than they ever have been. Like it's, I don't know. There's something, I I feel like the swing right now, if the voting was today, Mm -hmm. he'd get in, but he has to wait. And that's what will be the interesting part of this. When all the fanfare is over and we look at the stats and we see a 500, you know, record career wise, a ton of fucking interceptions, um, pretty lackluster stats all around. If we just go by stats, then it's going to, I don't know, I feel like the, the and, argument's going to swing back in the direction you're talking. And here, here and I'll, I'll get stat heavy here now and going forward to, to sort of make the do cases. It, but do it, stat was, me, bitch. But he, to go, to, to prove your point, is that if he retired like right after like the second Super Bowl or within a couple of years, he would have been an easy shoe in for, for, I think, for the Hall of Fame. But for in his first eight seasons, Chris, he was 69 and 50, right? Okay. So he had a good career. Yeah. Right, and I think he, at least at that point, I think he probably won both of his Super Bowls. Yeah, both of his Super uh, Bowls. I think were in his first eight seasons, right, or towards the end the, of it. When was the last? When was the last Super Bowl? Was that two thousand eleven? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Um, it was either two thousand ten or two thousand eleven. Anyway, keep right. going. So uh, there's that, and then his last eight, he was forty eight and sixty seven. So Pretty he had bad. a really bad second half of his career. And I think that skewed a lot of, a lot of things like negatively for him. Right. And so I think in a way, like, yeah, if he, uh, you know, in a, you know, so I think in a way, if, if sentimentality or whatever you want to call it, if he retired, you know, now and then voters voted right away, I think he would, he'd probably be get, get in just because everyone sort of was, it was like his press conference. Today. It was so boring, but everyone was gushing over him and like praising him basically and asking him questions in, in, you know, this sort of like, oh, did you, you know, watch it? Did I, watch I started watching part of it and it was, it was really bad and it was, uh, it was unwatchable. It was so boring. It was so like stereotypical Eli dry, uh, like thanking every single freaking person ever, uh, in the organization that it just, it, I mean, it was, it made me want to vomit basically. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get too far down on his stupid press conference and stuff. But here, here's a few other things I want to point out. And like fans and like sports writers, I've even seen it in all of his, in in their articles that people have written that he's you know he's seventh all time in passing yards. You know, like that's a big deal. I mean, and I guess it is to a certain degree. But there's three guys that are are right on, on his heels. List. Right. Well, there's three guys on that are still playing that are uh, Phil. First of all, Philip Rivers is already sixth, so he's already ahead of Eli Manning. So statistically speaking, Philip Rivers has had a better career than Eli Manning. And it's well, let me ask you. Let me ask you a quick question. Then. Right. If you were, if you could turn back the hands of time, and not to not to interrupt too bad, but if you could turn back the hands of time, and you could be the New York Giants in whatever, what what whenever they drafted him, two thousand four, two thousand three, do you think they would have had a, a higher success rate with Philip Rivers, or would you take Philip Rivers over Eli Manning? 
for the overall success of the team or no? No, I, listen, th- there was, and, and f- the, for the one simple reason, is that Eli had magic in those two playoff runs where he beat the Patriots, right? right. Uh, Rivers has been to the playoffs, I think, six or seven times in his career as well, so it's, it's close, right? I mean, it's, a, it's amazing how almost mirror image those two are, except for when it comes to the playoffs. And Rivers has won a few games, I think, in the playoffs. Not much. He's had really bad, bad numbers and 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 luck or or whatever you want to call it in the playoffs. He, it's not good. So I, I think for that alone, you've you have enough of, of 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 something to go off of to say that like you know, in the playoffs at least, Manning was the far better player, and you would have right. you probably would have been better off with him, as it's been proven that because you know. Philip Rivers hasn't done anything. Now, if you put him on the, the Giants, I don't know if he, he makes him that much better. Like, I don't I know. I just if, think, does he make him more consistent? No, I mean, who I don't, knows? I don't it's think a, so, right? It's because, making an alternate universe. Right. And, and those San Diego teams, were a lot of them were losing teams as well, right? So it's not like he, they just did really well. Like, you know, they won like 10 games every year. You know, they didn't. They, they, so the Giants won the deal. The Giants won the deal. The Giants, the Giants totally won, won the by, deal. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely did. That's right? crazy. Right. And so, like, but, but, Put this more in perspective, though, is with these two careers as well. Is that okay? So in 2007, I looked, I started looking this up right before the sort of advent of of all these modern day quarterbacks and all these guys who are going to finish in the top five at least of of all time passing yards and stuff. Back in 2007, Vinny Testaverde was sixth on the all time passing list, right? right. And Drew Bred- right. Drew Bledsoe was seventh, and Peyton Manning was already ninth on that list, and he was barely ten years into the league. Right, and f- and uh, you have to believe that Eli Manning's not going to remain seventh by the time he's Hall of Fame ineligible. And he, Hall of Fame he'll be eligible, lucky right? if he's tenth. Right, right, because Roethlisberger's right behind him. Aaron Rodgers is, is a couple years away from getting in the top ten and passing Eli. Uh, there's, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt there. Ryan is ten, uh, close to tenth right now, I think. Anyway, um, Matt Testaverde S- might come back. Testaverde <laughs> might come back. Stafford is is probably maybe like if he has like five really good years. He's, he's close to doing that. Um, uh, and I'll put this, and this explains it like in, for another uh, a way, is that Russell Wilson, who is, is known, right, and has a reputation as not sort of playing on a passing team, right? They, they utilize the run. They don't pass a lot. Right. He has, uh, so far in his career, he has averaged 3,700 yards per season. Yeah. Right? That's not, that's nothing. That's, that's right. not a good, especially in this day and age of, of, Passing it puts, it puts him j- behind John Kitna right. on the all-time passing yeah. list. Yeah. And he's played eight years, so he's played half of Eli's career. Right. If he, pl- if he matches Eli's career for 16 seasons and keeps throwing at this, pay- this average pace of 3,700 yards, yeah. he, will su- he will surpass the old dad bod himself. So dad bod shouldn't get into the Hall of Fame. Is that the, is that the vibe I'm picking Basically, up? Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's it, like he's. Everyone keeps saying he had a great career. Some sense, man. He, I needed that. He, I needed that. I was. I got caught up in the whole Eli fanfare. You're right. Eli doesn't belong. He doesn't belong. He's had an average career at best. He he averaged 3,500 yards a, a, a season. Right there we go. That's not yes. that's not big Hall of Fame numbers. Right. That's that's not. I, you know, like, and then everyone p- puts, you know, p- starts saying like, oh well, he he started 100 or 210 you know straight career starts. Right, and he, right. And longev- so longevity and and career starts is really something spectacular. No, it's not. It's they're footnotes. They're side notes to a career. Those aren't Hall of Fame credentials. 
Right? If Edelman doesn't drop that pass in the Super Bowl, is Eli Manning <laughs> even in the fucking argument for Probably not Hall now. No, if he lost not one at of all. Those, right? It's a dropped fucking pass. And I know the, it's a game of inches. But seriously, like if you look at it objectively, if fucking Edelman doesn't drop that goddamn pass, Eli, the it's just those two fuck. It's the two. It's the two Super Bowl wins, right? man. And it, it makes for a fun. It makes for a fun debate. There's no doubt about it. So I mean, but he wasn't even basically. So and the uh, let me let me throw these out to you too because um, we can you know because everyone keeps saying well he he's he lead, he's seventh all time in passing yards and he's I think seventh or eighth in all time in touchdowns and stuff. But we can go the other way with these two. For the last seven years, after he won his last Super Bowl, that's what it is. So it's been seven years since he won his last Super Bowl. He led all QBs in losses, INTs, and turnovers. <laughs> he hasn't been even average. He's been horrible. Okay. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks for the last seven years. Right. And I think that that's the point, right? We're talking about, like, a quarterback that's been really fucking bad yeah. since he was good. Right. And, I and wanna, he, he wasn't even good when he was good. He wasn't even good. So his what? second half of his career ruined basically his sort of, I think, his credentials for Hall of Fame candidacy. Now, I'm not right. saying he's not going to get in, though, because he probably will. Work. But but and I want to go back to this because I want to stress this point, too, is this whole thing of fans and sports writers keep hanging their hats on. Well, he started 210 straight games. Great. That's not even the record for, for NFL players. It's not even the record for quarterbacks. Brett Favre blew has, you know, has like 247 or something like that. I don't know why people keep hanging their hat on this 210 straight starts for Manning because that's all he has, I guess. But it doesn't even give him, I think it's in the top 10. And I think he's 10th all time in career starts then. Do you think if Eli Manning would have got it? Would have got another season. He would have passed his brother in the all-time interception list. It's two fifty-one to two forty-four. Nice. Yeah, I mean that should have been. I mean, behind yeah. greats like John Hadle, Norm Sneed, <laughs> Y.A. Tittle. Like, and, and, and just because, like, and everyone's like, "Well, he, you know, he he threw a lot of interceptions," but the soul, so did all these other all-time greats. Yeah, but those guys threw there a aren't lot that more. Many all-time greats. There aren't that many all-time greats. Like Favre did it, Peyton did it, but they threw for a lot more yards, a lot more touchdowns. Yeah. And that's it. Then you got fucking dogs like Vinny and fucking yeah, exactly. and Norm Snead or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, there's you have to be pretty fucking you have to be pretty great. I think that the argument for Eli, it, I, as someone who lives in Pittsburgh, is Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw's in the Hall of Fame. Terry Bradshaw probably threw for like two thousand career yards. He's definitely on this like all time interceptions list. He snuck into a couple Super Bowls, but he won four. You know, like there's no denying that. Like I think I think that like if Eli's making a case, it has you have to look at Terry Bradshaw as the example, right? And yeah. I know four is a fuckload more than two. Right. But still there is it there is a path and the path is Terry Bradshaw. Right. There's also a guy in the Hall of Fame by the name of Sonny Jurgensen. He was a quarterback yeah. back in the what the fifties or sixties or something, mostly I think with the uh, with the Redskins, uh, who's also with the Eagles. He never won a Super Bowl as a starter. Okay. Right? And he had a below 500 record for his career. And he's one of three guys now who don't, or he's one of two guys in the, in the Hall of Fame who, who, who have uh, losing career records uh, who are in the Hall of Fame. Yo, the other guy I is Joe. Joel- Sonny Jurgensen. That guy's got a fucking mouthful of corn. He's a weird looking guy. <laughs> he's, he's a Hall of Famer. He never won a Super Bowl. He won. He he's he won. He was a backup for the Eagles one year, but he never. But he, he won was the never championship. The, he won the championship, he won the but NFL he was never champion. the. He was not the starting quarterback for that championship season. He has a he, he has a losing have, record. Joe Namath a has a losing guy. record, and and pay, or, uh, Eli Manning will be the third guy without a winning record probably to get in the Hall of Fame. So that's fine. Wow. Right. So there's 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 your argument 
to put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame is that he's well, not the worst quarterback to be in the Hall of Fame. I, you know what? Here's what I think. I, I, I don't think Giants fans give a fuck if he makes the Hall of Fame, to be honest with you. I think that the way the Giants fans have been. I think everyone else doesn't care. Def, I, defending his honor so hard. It's, it's more about the fact that like he, gave, he brought them to the fucking promised land. Yeah. E- Eli Manning, of all people, he's, he's the guy three cubicles away that you've never said hello to, even in the bathroom. He is he the does, guy goes, in high school who's everyone's brother. Like he know, like he's the guy in high school that that would have got picked on, but he had a he had a cool big brother. Like he, he, I don't think he makes, I don't, I don't even think he cracks into the NFL. Definitely not a fucking first pick overall without the pedigree oh, of his father sure. and brother. Absolutely. Um, There's but he, the only but reason he was the number one overall pick is because his last name is Manning. Because, but he had, he he had two magical moments. He he beat he beat the best team in football twice. And thank God for yes. that. And the, I th- and so I think we've got to sort of respect and disrespect the guy at the same time, which makes him so exactly. interesting because he's exactly. just not interesting. Right. He, he's the least interesting human being on earth, but he but he's the best argument of football. The greatest Chris, thing he did was was make sure that we do not live in a world where the Patriots have eight Super Bowl titles. And, exactly. And exactly. that alone, I'm appreciative of him for. Me too. So, and well, I mean. But and you should be because you gave one of those Super Bowl rings to the Patriots. Right. Let's so, not, we, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Here's, 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 this is, the, I'm going to end it this way. It's, it's not that exclusive a club, right? It's, it's not, there's not even, you know, if you want to put, there's tiered and there's guys who, who don't get in first ballot, those, those kinds of things, fine. I'm okay with that. So put Eli in. He'll be in there whether people think he deserves to be or not eventually. But then they must also write this wrong. And you mentioned this early on and we kind of glossed over it, but you have to write the wrong of not putting Jim Plunkett in who also won two Super Bowls. Thank you. Right. Jim Plunkett. If, if Eli gets in and Jim Plunkett doesn't get in, then there's a huge problem in the world. And how you help explain the story of Eli Manning's hall of fame career is you put him and Jim Plunkett in, in the same year. 100%. Right. That I, I love that idea. That's, that's fantastic. Jim Plunkett, who, when I was growing up, was considered like one of the great quarterbacks. Right. Uh, I yeah. But like most of those deserving. guys, he doesn't have the Hall of Fame numbers. Heisman and Trophy stats. winner. Yeah. He's uh, he's, I, he's a he needs to, he he won two Super Bowls. Like if you're winning two Super Bowls, and if Eli's and getting one, in on two one Super, Super Bowl Bowls, MVP, he didn't just win two Super Bowls. I mean, he's one Super Bowl MVP away from being Eli. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. If Eli's going in because of this, uh, because of two Super Bowls alone, then just please put Jim Plunkett in. I agree. Chris, there was some gambling today on Eli. I don't know if you picked up on this. I did bet online dot AG, which I'm guessing means like Anguilla. Uh, <laughs> they did have some props on today's press conference, which just shows how desperate people are to gamble on sports and shows <laughs> why we have somehow been unable to capitalize on a niche, a niche, the market of gambling. Uh, this is incredible. Uh, and I don't know if you watched the podcast long enough to, or the watch the podcast, watch the press conference long enough to know uh, the answer to any of these. But here were the props. You ready? Okay. Uh, who Give them will to me. Eli I'll see if I, ma- if I knew, uh, if I know. Okay. Yeah. Who will Eli mention first at the press conference? Archie Manning, dad, or Peyton Manning, brother? Oh, man. Uh, he mentioned both of them. I think, I don't know. I think. Um, it was even odds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know if. if 
If he, if he, he probably said his dad's name first, I would imagine. Okay. All right. So I would guess so too. Yeah. Um, neither was great. Who will Eli thank first at the press conference, the Giants organization slash owner, city of New York fans or family? That would that's an interesting bet because fans was plus two hundred and family was plus five hundred. Mm, yeah, um, interesting that like Eli would the there was not a prop about God. He's not known as a religious person. Apparently. He I think he is a religious person, but I don't think he he kind of throws it out there like that. Eli's also got I, I did a little bit of research on this. Eli's father in law is like a big time dude, like a big time finance guy. Oh, uh, and I wonder if like what that familial relationship is like like Eli like gets it enough at home and then he's got to go be on like someone else's family that's like you didn't even come close to making as much as money as I did like he 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 just gets to he's such a cuck he is the cuck of QB he is right did you did you know he he, is the all-time uh or the highest highest the most he made the most money washing his fuck his wife really (laughs) he's made the most money in the NFL more than anybody else $250 $250 million he's made in contracts, and that's more than any other NFL player in the history of the game. Next one. Will Eli Manning cry during the press conference? <laughs> it was I plus think, one, 150. I think uh, he got was, choked up. I don't know if he actually cried. Yeah, they, Vegas ain't giving you that one. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, will Eli mention Daniel Jones? Ooh, I don't think he did. I'm sure he didn't. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't. Yeah, and the no was plus two hundred. That's the bet I thought was worth. That was a good putting, one. That putting a little one. scratch on. A yeah, little. I like that one. Mm. So, Chris, do you have any parting words for Eli Manning? As we, as we, I mean, he's given us so much. And he I, has. I, the only thing I, I, the only thing, one more thing to take away from all this, is that it's sort of fitting as well that Eli has left this game now, and he took his old coach with him. Tom Coughlin was fired a couple of weeks ago from the, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think he'll get a, co- a job in, in, a, in, a, in a football NFL team ever again either. I agree with that. And the weird thing is, is like, I don't think Eli's going to do anything in football either. He's not a good interview. No. He definitely would be a good television personality. I, I, think, I think what I, I'm going to remember most about Eli Manning is he sort of marked – the age of the uh, silver spoon quarterback or the silver spoon person. Like what we, what Eli's career mirrored was the, the era of privilege (laughs) that if your dad (laughs) got you a job, you were going to succeed on the team that you wanted to go to. Yeah. The one you threw a fit because you couldn't play anywhere else. Like Eli Manning is the era of privilege. He is the one percenter quarterback. And uh, he'll probably get in the Hall of Fame because it'll for the same reason he got in the NFL because his fucking family. Here's to you, Eli. Chris, I guess my final words would be, here's to you, Eli. Goodbye.